today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Happy Friday here in the city uh, with the commitment from the province. So, yeah, the money's here for LRT. Just get her going now. Uh, Keenan Loomis, president and CEO of the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce, joins us uh, in studio to talk about this. Uh, we've been talking about this for years now. And, and listen, you know, and, and whether there was any credence to it at all, when rumors start like this, business people and investors tend to shy away and just say, well, I don't know what's going on here. This this is really reassuring. I, th- I hope it is for the business community, too. I believe it will be. Uh, certainly, we know that uncertainty um, is very damaging to, to businesses, and, and they don't want to invest when they don't know, you know, they can't reasonably predict what the future holds. So we saw that, that, uh, you know, developers were flooding into Hamilton because of the LRT project. Then it was put on hold, and their plans were thus put on hold. And now I think uh, everybody is starting to mobilize as of this morning and uh, continue forward with their plans. So let's talk about the impact and the business community here and and the way that, I mean, you've been consistent through this whole thing right now, but uh, with this uh, seeming indecision that had been kind of hanging over us like a a big black cloud for the last little while, were you starting to get some pushback from business? Yeah, I had heard from a lot of developers that they just weren't able to go forward. The whole reason for them being interested in investing in Hamilton, not the whole reason, but, you know, a significant part of the reason was the LRT project. Obviously, you know, a, a billion dollar project um, is is significant and will do a lot to enhance the property values all across the lower city. And, and um, you know, and, and it is about, of course, intensification. That's that's the big key to this. You know, it's not only is it an upgrade to our infrastructure um, and uh, and our transit system, but it's about spurring development. And, and so, you know, you have this expectation that certainly around the stations, uh, stops along the LRT project that, you know, that's going to spur development and we're going to have a uh, much more intensified uh, building form uh, around there. And if you don't have an LRT and you're not going to have a station there, then there's no reason to, to do that. So, um, yeah, it, it, we everybody is, is super happy about this. Um, I would say, you know, except for the folks al- along the route, uh, probably a little nervous, which we understand. I think that that is uh, absolutely leg- legitimate criticism. It's why we've been working with Metrolinks on our LRT Ready series, which is, you know, preparing the businesses for construction and what we need to do to get through it. It's how's, not how's that going? impossible. Well, that itself was was put on hold. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we have a commitment from Metrolinks. We, we, we did two years of LRT LRT ready programming. Um, we had a commitment for Metrolinks to to do it again in, in 2019 and beyond, but we just needed answers. So um, that had uh, was just paused, and and now you know I was talking to people yesterday uh, after the announcement that uh, all right we need to huddle together and uh, quickly and and start to plan out what uh, the LRT ready session series will be for 2019. You know, it's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because we've been talking obviously with the mayor about this and about the political concerns that, that have been raised uh, and as the, the the indecision since the the last uh, provincial election, of course. Uh, but for all the work that they've been doing, uh, both the, uh, administratively and politically, uh, you're on a, you were on a parallel path, weren't you, th- with the chamber, uh, making uh, inroads at Queen's Park and with the business community and certainly with the new government. Yeah, so this new government is very business-friendly. They speak business better than any other government I think we've, we've had in this province. And uh, so, you know, when we came knocking uh, at Queen's Park, 
people listen. They open their doors. And, you know, LRT wasn't the only thing we've been advocating for. You know, I, I, I we've been working with them on the uh, the private sector uh, retail uh, of cannabis and, and that whole regime. And we've been uh, supportive of that. We've been talking about uh, uh, open tendering um, in this province, and, and we will see, I think, next week, Bill 66 should allow for uh, this community to be an open tender uh, community, which will be significant for this LRT project, actually. It means that we will have far more competitive bids on a lot of the work that's required uh, to construct LRT. So this hasn't been the, the only thing that uh, we've been championing, but you know we saw an opening when people were in, in um, were willing to, to listen uh, and, and evaluate the business case behind the LRT system. And, you know, we took the politics out of it um, and, and we're just focused on the business case and helping them understand. Because, you know, as, as you can imagine, a whole new group of people come in uh, to all the various ministries and offices and, and, and in Queen's Park and um, throughout the province. And so they have to evaluate everything. Do we believe in... Did, did you have to reschool them? Well, not reschool them. We had to school them, you know, because a lot of them. I, had, I mean, some of the people in the ministry are still there. Yeah, the, know, the ministry Judy people, you know, I think we're fine, and and we probably had some advocacy there. You know, people who said, "Look, we've been talking about this for ten years." <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, we spent over a hundred million dollars of, of taxpayer money on this, um, so be careful. Um, but uh, you know, we were able to to lay out the business case, uh, show them that, that there is broad support in this community for this project uh, within the business community, the anchor institutions as well, help them understand what has been spent, help them understand that the province owns $45 million worth of profit property in the city of Hamilton. And that, you know, if this LRT project is, um, is, is killed, that property will be worth pennies on the dollar. And um, so, you know, in, and the thing is, this, uh, this government is very receptive to public transit. Uh, very receptive to infrastructure spending. Um, so we found uh, a receptive audience willing to listen, willing to to listen to and, and evaluate the business case and ultimately put politics aside and go forward with this because it does make the most sense. So in hindsight now, were we uh, fretting over nothing? I mean, because it, there's there's got to be a transition period from one governor to another. So the minister, and this this is a relatively new transportation minister. I mean, this was not the portfolio that he, that he was given, of course, back uh, when the government uh, took office back in June. So I guess there has to be a learning curve. Yeah, there's there's a learning curve. I don't think that we were wrong to be concerned. I think that, you know, that's what the, the pressure... Um, and, uh, you know, that's what was important uh, as well. And, and that was part of the demonstration of, of commitment from, from us in the community. Look, we care a lot about this. Um, and uh, as long as you're willing, I'm, I'm going to be bugging you for, <laughs> you know, periodically checking in, making sure that, uh, that we're on track and, and that we're here to answer any questions that you might have. Um, you know, so you you got to find that right balance between, you know, bugging people so much that they want to just say, you know, <laughs> all right, enough. <laughs> We're done with this project. Um, but also uh, in 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 uh, demonstrating to them that there is a significant amount of, of support and energy behind this. We're committed to, to building this. And so, you know, we weren't wrong to 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 be concerned. Um, and I think that, you know, that's always important uh, in advocacy is to make sure that, you uh, 
um, you know, you, you you don't let up. You, you don't become complacent and assume that it's just going to take care of itself. Well, I, I think it's important that any government, uh, you know, it's, it's the one that's in Toronto right now, the one that's in Ottawa, whatever the case might be, uh, needs to hear from the business community. I, yeah. and, and that's not to diminish what goes on on the political end of things, because I know the mayor and, and many councillors have been working very diligently on this. But uh, you know, if you're in politics, eventually listening to politicians kind of becomes white noise to you because, yeah, 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 another politician wants something, yeah. Right. But the business community, that's a different voice, and it's an important voice, I think, for government to hear. Well, it's a very important voice. The, the only way to grow the economy is 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 by uh, through a private investment and, and, and growth in the private sector firms. Um, in this community, and you know, the, it, that's not to say that the previous government wasn't receptive to you know what we had to to say. No, and if it weren't for them, we wouldn't be in this position. Well, now. well, you're right, and 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 that's not to say as well that the the NDP doesn't um, uh, also engage with the business community. We were just at Queens Park on Monday, actually for the Ontario Chamber of Commerce Queen's Park Advocacy Day. And, you know, there was a, a panel of, of NDP, uh, Sandy Shaw was, was one of them. Um, so, you know, th- they, there's a certain um, group of, of policies that we're advancing that are also um, resonant with the, the, the NDP. But, you know, this government, you know, the, the, the Ford government, is uh, very receptive to the business community. Um, it, you know, it's almost more important for them to hear the voice of the business community than, you know, um, than the political community. Um, and uh, so, you know, we we took that opening and, and ran with it. As the mayor just told us a few minutes ago, there are two, in my mind anyway, two major points of clarification we got from the minister yesterday. Obviously, the fact that the money is there is, is great. That's that's top of the charts. We yep. get that. But I think not too far behind that in the manner of importance was the lifting the freeze, the real estate freeze. Uh, that was really crippling. That was I understand on a province-wide basis they said, let's you know, put, this, uh, put the brakes on this until we know what we're doing. But it was really hurtful to this project, and I think it really fueled that fire of, of, of what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's... Um, you, you've seen that. You drive around town, you see these boarded-up buildings, right. and you figure it looks bad. Yeah. No, it, it does look bad. Um, yeah, that, so that was that was part of it. That wasn't, you know, them freezing the, the property uh, acquisitions in Hamilton wasn't specific to Hamilton, as you, you pointed out. So I think people read a little bit too much into that. Um, they just didn't want to, you know, continue to spend provincial dollars until they were able to do the, the thorough evaluation that they ultimately did. Um, so yeah, obviously great news all the way around, um, and uh, we look forward to doing whatever we can over the course of you know the next few months as the the private sector private sector consortia um, sharpen their pencils and and uh, submit their bids. We'll uh, obviously as well be rolling out our uh, third season of LRT ready uh, sessions uh, with MetroLinks and the the downtown BIA and the International Village BIA. Um, and uh, then we'll just we'll keep going. And um, obviously, you know, there's a, a couple of hurdles la- left, but um, I think that this was probably the most significant hurdle that we had to climb, uh, maybe outside of the, the vote uh, in council um, a, a year ago to, uh, to go forward with this project. Um, that was a, a significant uh, effort required to, to get through that. Um, but uh, to be able to survive a, a new government, 
um, and uh, and get their uh, in- embracement of this project was hugely significant. And I don't think that we are going to have anything um, nearly as uh, as as difficult to overcome into the future. Here. The other thing, because there is another vote coming up on council in, in the not too distant future, of course, uh, and it's going to do with costing and funding, etc. Uh, and a lot of people were looking rather ominously at that coming up and thinking, well, that's going to be a chance for some councillors uh, maybe to bail out on this thing. This has pretty much diffused it, though, hasn't it? The fact that the province is, no, the money's there. I, I think it has diffused it. Obviously, if, if we have to make a local contribution, that might be a little difficult. But I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think that in, in this case, you know, part of the, the evaluation that the provincial government um, uh, undertook was, was to say, look, there is a possibility that there will be cost overruns uh, on this um, because a billion dollars a number of years ago is now more than a billion dollars due to inflation. And, and inflation in the construction industry is, is more than just you know your, your regular mm-hmm. uh, uh, CPI type of inflation. So um, so I, th- I think that there's, you know, there, there's an implicit um, assumption of the risk uh, in that case. And, and so um, we hope that, uh, in fact, we have uh, Peter Bethlen Falvey, the, uh, the president of the, um, of the Treasury Board. Um, so the probably the this is uh, this is your uh, morning after budget yeah session, so right? so post budget breakfast on April twelfth uh, Peter Bethlen Falvey uh, Treasury Board Minister will be coming into town and uh, I think that you know we hope that there will be uh, some other uh, answers uh, brought to the table um, when he comes into Hamilton on the twelfth so I n- encourage you know the the media to be there and and everybody to be there it's going to be at the Scottish Rite you can get tickets at uh, HamiltonChamber.ca. And uh, so I, I think some some more. He's he's an important guy. In oh, uh, he, he may not be one of the more well known names, but uh, the Treasury Board guy. He's he's the one that writes the checks. Treasury Board is <laughs> is uh, probably outside of the Premier's office, obviously the most important entity within the provincial government. And you know, uh, it's it's that's not uh, really appreciated by by most people. But uh, people who do follow follow these things and, and understand government know that uh, to to be able to get the Treasury Board Minister the day after the the budget comes down is a significant coup for for us here in Hamilton, um, and in particular, uh, Minister Bethlen Falvey is um, he's a he's a great guy. I've had the chance to meet with him a couple times, and um, comes from the business community. He was uh, with TD in uh, in New York City for a number of years, so he's a business guy. He gets it, um, and he's been re- very receptive to um, to all of our entreaties and. Uh, to the point that you know he's he's coming to Hamilton on the twelfth, and uh, I think that uh, perhaps there's going to be some some more news that uh, comes out after that visit. By the way, just to, to wrap up our discussion about possible cost overruns, and I know that some people still kind of get a little freaky when they talk about that, but you're right, inflation is going to have an impact. And I had heard rumors from people that I know that uh, that are well placed uh, with Metrolinks that the, the the thing is going to go over budget already. That there's concerns about that, and but we'll see what the bids are like. Mm-hmm. But what might be reassuring here is the discussions that uh, that the mayor has had, and I frankly had with the environment minister Catherine McKenna when she was in town about a week or so ago. Uh, where now there's no financial commitment there, but she says the the federal government's open to popping in here too and, and throwing money at this project like they did in Ottawa, like they did in KW. So that uh, that's that's got to be a little reassuring. And again, for those councillors that were thinking, "Oh, I'm not going to spend a nickel," you may not have to. Yeah, I, I think that helped. That you know, um, Minister McKenna coming into town a, a couple weeks <clears throat> ago. Um, I I actually know her very well, and um, I'm able to brief her on LRT quite. Uh, 
um, quite uh, regularly. She, her parents happen to be my neighbors, so yep. <laughs> you know she's in town <laughs> yeah. um, a lot. And uh, and I think Hamilton can see her as being you know a, a, a cabinet minister for Hamilton uh, around the table. Obviously, her uh, riding is uh, Central Ottawa. But um, you know, but her roots are here. But her roots are here. Uh, she's uh, a great advocate for this community. Uh, you know, along with uh, Philomena on, on this project, and um, so you know, I, I think we can count on the the federal government uh, if need be. But I don't know if we're going to have to. And you know, there's a variety of other ways that we can structure this as well. There's uh, there's uh, a lot of pensions that would be willing to invest in this. Um, maybe even some private uh, entities. Uh, and we know this government uh, also really does want to explore uh, P3 projects, so public-private par- partnerships. Um, and uh, so if that's also what's uh, necessary, I, I think we can do that. So, you know, I, I think that's the thing, that they're not sweating that stuff. You know, this, we can work this out. It's all a matter of just how we structure it. Um, but let's get this done. It's going to be a provincial asset, as, as the mayor said um, when he was on earlier. So the way that uh, this counts against the, the provincial books is, is different than, you know, just a, a simple mm-hmm. uh, expenditure to, you know, help uh, the community fill potholes, that, which was always the, the you know, the, the reason why I was fairly comfortable that ultimately we would be able to get this done is because it, it counts differently against the, the long-term um, uh, provincial budget than uh, than does, you know, just giving uh, this city a billion dollars and letting us do whatever we want with it. Uh, kind of one a minute or so left here. We've, we've talked about the macro investments, who's going to build this thing, and, and the, obviously, the, as you've told us and the mayor's told us, there's a great deal of interest. But what are you hearing on the street? What about the mini investors, the ones that want to build something, the ones that want to open a, a condo or build a stores or whatever? We, we've got some pretty grand plans and grand, grand ideas. Are, are they jumping back on site? I think that this was a hugely significant moment to, to have the, the minister come into town and announce this. Um, as I said, I think everybody's scrambling today to, to reignite their plans. Um, I've I've talked to a couple groups, some of the consultants that uh, you know the the engineering consultants, for example, that that work with multiple developers um, that are are interested in in uh, building here in Hamilton, and um, I think that uh, the last figure I, I heard was that uh, from one of the engineers that there's about twenty um, plans for for uh, developments in downtown um, on. Uh, lots that are are currently parking lots. So, you know, think about how many parking lots we have in in the lower city. Pretty much most of them now have some sort of plan uh, for uh, building on that property, which is which is incredible, and, and uh, why, uh, again, we kept saying that this LRT project is going to be absolutely transformative. And, you know, we're, we're not, uh, it's going to take a while, obviously. The, the, you got to get site plan approval and, and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, the, the city is, is receptive to, to making sure that uh, all the developers who have plans are, are getting a fair hearing and, and that their um, plans are approved um, in, uh, in rapid uh, time. And uh, I think that, you know, we're going to have a lot of construction ac- activity happening in downtown Hamilton. And that's really exciting. Yes, it's going to be a little chaotic, um, but that's, uh, that's not the reason to not do this. And, and this is g- exactly what um, we need as a community. And so, like I said, this uh, yesterday's announcement was very significant. Keenan Loomis uh, from the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce uh, and the webpage again because uh, the tickets are going to go quickly for this, yeah, they're this gonna post go, budget. Yeah, HamiltonChamber.ca. Uh, you can check out 
our events there. We also have the mayor's breakfast on, on April 10th. Uh, that one's almost sold out. Obviously, I think that uh, in light of yesterday's announcement, there's going to be a little bit more energy uh, in the room for that. Do you think? Uh, yes, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Thanks so much, Keenan. Good to see you again. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.